Hey there, this is the Business Talk with Luke Guy and Team Show. I'm your host, Jaron Jackson. I just wanted to welcome you all out here today because we have a very special guest. Terry McDougall is an executive and leadership coach and CEO of Terry B. McDougall Coaching. She works with high achieving professionals and business owners who are successful but not satisfied to help them expand the overlap between professional success and personal happiness. She is also the author of the Amazon bestseller, Winning the Game of Work, Career Happiness and Success on Her Your Own Terms. Let's get down to business. Terry, thank you for coming on the show. Jaren, thanks for having me. Love it. Terry, tell me more about the story of how and why you started your business. Oh my gosh. You know, I, it's funny because when people have talked to me about how I became a coach and I look back over my career, I realized that the seeds of me finally becoming a coach were planted um, when I first got out of college, actually, because when I got out of college, my uh, boyfriend's mom had been a career counselor and she gave me a gift for graduation, which was the book, What Color Is Your Parachute? Uh, which for people who are not familiar with that book, it's a perennial classic for people who are looking to, you know, get a job or switch careers. And she said to me, do not start looking for a job until you read this book and do all of the exercises in it. And so that was some of the best advice that I got because it basically made me take a look at myself and say, what am I good at? What do I like to do and where in the marketplace could I do it? Because when I first got out of college, I just wanted a job. And so I was lucky enough to basically, my first job was with a publishing company um, in the ad sales department, but I, my second job was working in marketing for a publishing company and my whole corporate career was in marketing. But um, along the way, I was one of those people that I actually coach now. I was ambitious and I wanted to move up and I, I was successful, but a lot of the times I wasn't satisfied and I felt like I was really having to work a lot harder than I should for the success that I had. And so that led me twice during my career to hire coaches. So um, at one point it was at a, a very important juncture um, and hiring her helped me within a year double my salary at work. So believe me, I knew that that was a great investment to work with the coach, um, you know, to help reach your goals. Um, And then later I I hired one when I was sort of getting to the point, probably a few years before I left my last job, when I was maybe starting to have a little inkling that maybe I had outgrown corporate marketing, which I had done for really a lot of, let's just say a lot of years, (laughs) for decades. and what led me to, you know, so you've heard about the seed was planted decades ago, but um, what led me to finally make the break from uh, what I was doing and become uh, a coach and start my own business was that I was feeling like I had outgrown what I was doing. I worked for this, this uh, the last company for 12 years. I was successful there. I came in at a, a marketing director level. I read, I led marketing for several of the businesses. Um, But I just realized that when I looked around, there weren't the challenges that I'd been excited about from the past. And I think that it was a a combination of 
you know, the company kind of maturing and not having some of the needy, cool projects that I'd like to work on earlier in my career there. And also me just outgrowing it. You know, I think that you get right down to it. Sometimes we outgrow our careers. So I, I started thinking about what do I like to do? Going back to what color is your parachute? What do I like to do? And what am I good at? And I always really enjoyed the the mentoring and the coaching aspect of being a manager. And I had gotten feedback that I was good at it. I really, I loved it. And of course, because I'd worked with coaches, I knew that it could work. And so the company was sort of going through some restructuring and that kind of thing. And so I was actually able to leave without having another job. And it had a little time on my hands to think about what do you want to do next? And I decided to get a coaching certification. And honestly, I didn't jump in the deep end right away. I, I really thought that once I, once I got the certification that I'd probably still get another job and maybe I would just have a couple of clients on the side. But when I was going through the coach training program, so many of my classmates were either had their own businesses or were planning on starting businesses. And I think that that just encouraged me and inspired me to say, well, why not? You know, if, if not now and then when, right? So I just decided to, to do that. And that was, you know, back in 2017. And so here I am four, four years later. And um, I, I took a bet on something and it has paid off handsomely, especially in terms of my, my satisfaction and the impact that I feel like I'm having with people that I work with, you know, that they, that they are more successful and they are happier in what they're doing in their careers and in their businesses. There is a lot I love about that. One thing that really stands out to me is there's this beautiful concept in the Japanese culture called Ikigai. And it sounds almost exactly like your multi, your, what color is your parachute, but basically you find what you love, what you're good at, and what the market will pay you for, and you mesh that, and then that's how you can find fulfillment in your career. And if you miss one of those pieces, you end up working really hard for something that ultimately doesn't fulfill you, and it can very easily learn to burn out. So I really love your story, and that's awesome that you are a product of a product, you hired a coach, you doubled your income. I love that. It's amazing. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about the people that you serve and why specifically they matter to you? Well, um, you know, I really, in my own journey, there were a lot of times when I stumbled and I struggled. And I feel like I learned some lessons along the way. Some of the things I learned the hard way, some of the things I was lucky enough to have mentors that sort of took me under their wing and said, you know, in some ways kind of pulled back the curtain and pointed out to me what was going on and where I fit into the situations. Because a lot of times I was very blind to what was going on around me. And so it was almost like I kept running into brick walls because I just couldn't see them. And I don't want other people to have to do that. And, you know, now that I, in some ways, had the blinders taken off, I feel very uh, inspired and motivated to help other people um, tap into their experience and their strengths 
and their abilities to have the level of success that they're capable of having. And, you know, it's, you know, so often whenever I am talking with somebody about potentially working with me, they're very discouraged because they've tried everything that they feel like they can, whether it's in their business or in their, you know, job, and they're, they're not getting the results that they'd like. And a lot of times they're very close to burnout or they are burnt out and they feel like they're sort of in a trap in a way because they need the income, but they don't know. And because they're burnt out, they don't really have enough gas in the tank to keep going at the pace they've been going and they don't know what to do. You know, they're, they're sort of stuck. And what I try to help them see is that there's probably a different way. Um, and the first uh, step really is to help people shift their mindset from a mindset of despair and, you know, self-preservation, like I have to keep myself safe, you know, um, to a mindset of possibility where, you know, cause it's, I mean, it's beautiful for me because I can see people clearly you know, they come to me and I'm like, okay, wow, you've had a lot of success. You're well-educated. I can see that you're very capable, but you know, they've kind of stumbled and maybe sometimes have fallen into like a figurative, you know, ditch at work and they can't really see anything, but like just the mud around them. But I'm, I've got the benefit of being sort of above that and I can look out and say, oh, it's a beautiful sunrise. you know. And so I just try to encourage them to like, okay, I know it's tough, but like, let's get you out of the ditch and see the sunrise in the, um, on the horizon and start believing that you can have the things you want. And when people get into that space and they just let that sit, you know, that they don't start saying all the reasons why they can't have what they want. Cause that's, that's a big pitfall and a mistake that many people make is I'll say, what do you want? And they'll say, well, this is what I want, but here's the 10 reasons why I can't have it. And I'm like, no, tell me what you want. Let's let that live and breathe. And then separately, let's start thinking about how you might start walking towards that, you know, and, you know, sometimes people are, they don't, they don't have all the information that they need. And so that's scary. It's natural. Um, or, you know, they don't know even where to get started or, you know, whatever. I, there's so many different um, scenarios, but um, I, it, I help people also with tools and, you know, strategies to be more effective in whatever s situation they're in. Like, how do they find the leverage points in their life or in their, in their career or their business? Because I've seen, um, you know, I use this analogy sometimes that um, sometimes the people, the way people go about doing their work, it's almost like a brick mason that decides that he's going to carry the bricks to the place where he's going to build the wall one by one. And, you know, I'm like, okay, why don't we just take a moment and look around and try to find a wheelbarrow and load all the bricks in that, and then take it to where you want to build the wall. And that's, that's an analogy for what I see. A lot of times people are doing things, they're getting the work done, but they're doing it in a very inefficient way, but they're sort of afraid to take the time to think about it and plan a more efficient way because they feel the pressure to execute. And, um, you know, 
when we start building systems or you know finding ways to leverage resources that we have or to look for resources or negotiate for resources we can get more done with less effort and then we have the time and the space to rest and recharge so that when we get up and go to work the next day that we want to be there you know instead of you know taking 10 coffee breaks <laughs> throughout the day because we're so exhausted and you know so anyway powerful i love this so terry you've been through a lot you've got lots of life experience to share which i love what has been the biggest motivation for you when things get tough in your company? Because we know it's not always a straight line up. Yeah, yeah, it's um, I've definitely had had those low points in my um, especially in the first couple of years of starting my business. You know where, um, you know, cash flow is is inconsistent, and you know I'm having to look to savings to to um, pay the bills, you know, that, that can be really discouraging. And, you know, it's very easy to go into that place of fear and think, oh, I'm never going to be successful. And, you know, I, I had to have, um, I remember in the beginning, you know, maybe the first year of running my business, I had this, this constant feeling like my family was going to end up on the street, <laughs> you know, like, oh, we're going to go bankrupt and we're going to lose our house. And, and I had to really step back from that and look at myself and look at my bank account to say, that's not going to happen, right? I mean, that that's not going to happen. Okay, so stop even thinking about that and worrying about that. You know, I think a lot of times um, it's natural to be fearful and it's natural to think about risks because we don't want to be hurt. You know, we don't we want to we don't want to be in danger. Um, but a lot of times we have way more runway than what we realize, you know, and I, I think that at that point when I was having those feelings, I didn't really examine, you know, what's the belief that I have that's making me feel so fearful. And it was that we're going to end up on the street. And then, you know, I did the math, <laughs> you know, and I thought this isn't going to happen. It just, you know, I would get another job before, we got to that point, you know, and I had enough assets and savings that it just wouldn't happen. And so when I relaxed, what I found was I had a lot more energy to put into my business. Um, so I think just being realistic about, you know, examining what those emotions are and thinking about, is this really true? You know, is this thing that's causing me to feel this way? Is this even true? But I'd say that, um, the most important thing for me in helping me to have resilience and be able to go forward with my business was that when I got out of my coach training program, I joined a mastermind with several other coaches who were also business owners. And we uh, met every two weeks for probably two and a half years or maybe even three years. Uh, we just uh, stopped meeting recently just because everybody's busy. but that was that was really such a saving grace because it was a place that i could go and talk to people who understood exactly what i was going through and you know the nice thing about being in a group like that is that you know we shared if we came across a great you know software platform or 
um, I don't know, like ideas, or we would just share things that were going on in our own businesses. And that helped us to, you know, we shared ideas with each other. And that was really helpful. Um, and we also, um, we also would have like hot seats. So if somebody had an issue that they weren't really sure how to deal with it, which is really helpful when you're a solopreneur, because you don't have a partner, you know, like a business partner that you can go to. So we'd bring our ideas in and we would just trade off on who got the hot seat each uh, meeting. And that was so helpful to, you know, maybe have three or four people giving you advice about how to deal with it or maybe sharing what they'd done. And I, I always came out of those meetings feeling energized and feeling like I had so many more ideas than I did going in. And then of course, you know, just having people to reach out to whenever, you know, sometimes I felt down, like I was in the ditch and people would, you know, they'd say, oh, I was like that two weeks ago. And then I got a new client and, <laughs> you know, it just, um, it's very, very helpful to have that, you know, that tribe to, to uh, encourage and, and, you know, go along in the journey together. That's very true. We are always stronger together than apart. And I love that. And another thing you said really stands out to me is like, the cave you fear to enter is the one that holds the treasure you seek. And so if you're just willing to get out of your comfort zone and look in that cave, chances are the bear's not going to be there. And if it is, it might be a sleeping bear. You might be fine. And so really, we make things so much worse than they really are. And uh, once we realize that, like the world's your oyster. We're empowered. It. Yeah, it's funny that I like your your bear analogy. I, I actually wrote something similar in my book. And what I said was that, you know, a lot of times we'll, you know, kind of put our head under the covers because we're afraid to get up and do the things we do because we're afraid that the boogeyman's under the bed. And that when you get up and you finally look, it's just dust bunnies. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not threatening. Or, or if it is, like you said, it's a sleeping bear, right? It, it, it might be a risk, but it's not immediately dangerous. Right. Yeah, you don't have to go poke the bear if you don't want yeah, to 100%. Exactly. Walk around. Right. Amazing. I love this. This is, this is a great conversation. I hope you're all taking notes. Terry, you work with high achievers. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what your offer is? What do you do for people? Well, you know, typically I, um, I, well, I work with people in three different scenarios. The first one is they're, um, you know, they either have a business or they're, they're working and they recognize that they're not as effective as they could be. And it could be that they've gotten feedback from their boss or a 360, or they're just feeling you know, stressed. I worked with somebody um, over, you know, when the pandemic was really bad, who was literally just trying to keep her head above water to keep her business going and, um, you know, just helping her to get some perspective and maybe be a little bit more efficient in the way she did things so that, you know, she wasn't burning out. Uh, but really, it's just when people recognize that something's not quite right and they need someone to help them strategize about how to be more effective. So that's one situation. Another one is I do actually help people who are in job search. So I will help them get clarity on the type of role that they're looking for, 
develop a uh, strategy and then work with them as they move through that. Um, and then the third uh, type of situation that I work with people on is when they're in the middle, when they're at a crossroads and they're like, I'm not sure, you know, I, the second coach that I hired, I think that that's where I was. I was like, okay, it, is it time for me to get a new job? And if so, what is it? Or can I find a way to make this job work? And honestly, I've had it, I've had it go both ways with people where they're at that crossroads and they think they need a new job or they want a new job. But when we start working together and they um, are able to have more impact with less effort, that a lot of times they fall back in love with their job. And then sometimes we work together and they realize like, no, I really have to go. <laughs> um, so anyway, those are the, the situations that um, where I work with folks and um, I also will design um, workshops if, but it's a little bit more customized if somebody's got a situation at work where, uh, you know, I focus on um, building in a, um, more of a positive and productive culture within organizations. Um, but that's, that's usually a bit more customized in terms of like what the challenges are that the organizations are, are dealing with. And, you know, I'll often combine workshops with coaching. So, um, and, you know, I, I don't, um, I, I'll like talk with folks and then I'll design a, a program for them based on what their needs are. Amazing. I love it. I can clear very, I can see very clearly that you are impact driven and that clients will love working with you. That's awesome. So that was ninja level stuff. I hope you're all taking notes. I always am. I love these interviews because I get to hang out with heavy hitters like yourself. Speaking of ninjas, what's one black belt level tip you would give yourself if you had to start your company over tomorrow? That's a good, that's a really, really good question. Um, you know, I think that what I would tell myself is to, uh, to move forward, you know, always move forward. Um, and I have done that, but at times I've let myself, you know, linger in the ditch a little too long. And I'd say that some lessons that I've learned along the way is that when I recognize that to reach out and get help, to pull me out of the ditch and not to sit there for a while. <laughs> so, um, because it's inevitable that sometimes we trip and sometimes we're, we're down. Um, but we just have to rec I, I think for myself, the advice would be to recognize it, you know, lick your wounds a little bit, but recognize it. And if you can't get out of that yourself to ask for help and people will help you because you'll help them or maybe you already have helped them at another point. I love it. I love it. I just keep imagining little Dory singing her little song of just keep swimming. And it's just so true. Yeah. Like, if you're willing to get back up, you can't lose. There's always a solution. I love it. You know, I, I would also say that um, there are so many gifts in the universe and not to get too woo woo, but I have met so many wonderful people and have come across so many great opportunities when I have, you know, maybe pulled myself out of the ditch and, and been willing to look at the situation with new eyes. And, um, 
and many of the things have been, well, I'll give you an example. Like my book came out in April of 2020, which was terrible timing. I'd been working on it for since the summer before, and I had been pouring a lot of energy into it. And I had all these things planned, you know, book signing parties and book launch parties and all of this stuff. And obviously I couldn't do it because of the pandemic. And um, so I started being more proactive about trying to get on. And uh, th that's actually become a passion of mine. I actually started a podcast in January called Marketing Mambo. And um, I absolutely love it. And I don't think that I would have done it had it not been for the huge, you know, shutdown that we had because of COVID. So sometimes bad things bring great, interesting new ideas that just bring joy to us. But we have to be willing to kind of get up and look at things uh, and maybe reevaluate what we can get out of what what is <laughs> that is so true i love that um thank you for coming on the show terry you have shared a ton of pearls of wisdom how can our guests find you if they want to learn more about you well they can find me at my website which is terrybmcdougall.com I'm also very active on LinkedIn, and my handle there is Terry B. McDougall. And then um, finally, I guess if you're interested in the book, it's available worldwide on Amazon, and it's called Winning the Game of Work. And if you happen to be interested in the topic of marketing, I have a podcast called Marketing Mambo, which is on all of the platforms, but you can also go to marketingmambo.net to subscribe. Boom. I love it. Again, that will all be in the show notes below, as always. Uh, Terry, thank you again so much for being on the show. Any other pearls of wisdom you would like to share with our audience before we head out? Well, I guess um, the last pearl of wisdom that I would say is be open to meeting with other people and sharing who you are. Um, you know, you and I just, we exchanged a, a few emails before I came on here and I just, I've been amazed at how many wonderful people um, that really want to help others I've come across just by being willing to have conversations. And, um, you know, it can be a little bit scary to meet new people, but I would say in my experience, you know, 90% of the time, it's a really, really positive experience. That is so true. I have yet to meet a podcast guest that I didn't love. Like, yeah. they're all great. It's awesome. Well, thanks it for really having is. me. Thank you. This has been awesome. All right, everybody. This has been the Business Talk with Luke Guy and Team Show, and I'll talk to you all next time.